the whole idea of, you know, kind of surprise firing, I don't think anybody's firing should be, come at a shock, basically. That's been one of the, the biggest things that, you know, from all the emails and people I've talked to is when people have been kind of unceremoniously shown the door, that is what hurts the most. Date October 2016, episode 141. Developer Zach Holman recently wrote an important piece about getting fired. In this episode, he talks about his experience, related taboos, transparency, at-will employment, performance plans, and low-hanging fruits to improve the process of letting people go. I really appreciate that you wrote an honest piece about your experience when you got fired and how constructive it was. What made you write this piece? That was kind of a bit of a journey. Uh, it kind of started out, you know, I kind of mentioned in the post, you know, it kind of did the normal like, oh, I'm looking for my new journey type of tweet and stuff initially because I didn't really understand how best to deal with it. After I was thinking about it for a while, I kind of came to the opinion of, you know, this is a big moment in my life and I've written about a lot of other things in my life, so why is this one suddenly off limits? And that was kind of my idea going into it. And as I talked to a lot of other people about their experiences, a lot of them were very public uh, saying one story and then privately they told me, oh, well, you know, I actually got fired or I had to go through this sort of process. And it just became kind of one of those things where not a lot of people were talking about this sort of stuff. And I think it's kind of an important thing, you know, whether or not, you know, in some sort of senses, like it doesn't even matter what the details are. And you know, the fact that somebody's going through this process, it's a very personal process. This should be something that our industry is really good at talking about a lot of things, but this is something that it seemed like not a lot of people had talked about. So that's that's primarily why I wanted to write about it. As you touched upon a little bit, so getting fired is a pretty big taboo in our societies, maybe especially in tech where the scene is rather small and very intimately wired, right? So what benefits can you see to being more open about this whole thing? I kind of, I mean, I think it's kind of twofold, as you might expect. I mean, one, it's a very personal thing. So I think there's a lot of things by talking about it. You know, if you end up facing this yourself, you can learn from other people's problems. Um, this is, you know, the case with everything. If you run into a line of code or some library that you're using and you have a problem with it and you learn how to fix it, um, you can share with other people. So I think there's kind of like the personal side of things, how you can sort of react to the situation, how you can deal with the after effects of that situation. But also I want to kind of write it from the perspective of the company as well. I got, I've gotten a lot of really interesting emails after writing it. Uh, one of them I really liked was from someone I, I kind of assumed that they were younger and they said, oh yeah, you know, I, I'd fired a couple of people. I didn't really understand you know, why they took it a certain way until I read, you know, your post. And then it kind of lit up a whole bunch of different things in my head saying, oh, you know, I never really thought myself, or I never put myself in this position before. I never really thought this through from that other perspective, just because they had never gone through that process before. So I was kind of hoping that this would sort of give a little bit more perspective, um, even for either the companies firing somebody or somebody who works at the company and, you know, their coworker got let go. Because there's a bunch of different perspectives that just, you know, they don't necessarily get told. What do you think is broken with letting people go in general? I think like, I mean, a lot of this stems from the idea of one of the things that I kind of went back to uh, with my situation. I mean, I was at GitHub for five years. And as I was kind of looking at my own sort of experiences, I was kind of like, oh, well, you know, is this failure? You know, did I fuck up or is there some sort of problem that I did? You know, what does this say about me? And one of the realizations I had is, well, 
you know, I was there for five years. I mean, that's, that's kind of a long time in terms of, you know, Silicon Valley stuff. And, you know, if I were truly, you know, a horrible employee or something, they would have fired me, you know, two months in. And I think the first thing that would be helpful for the industry to start really thinking about is, you know, particularly in like startups and tech companies that grow so dramatically over time, there's lots of, you know, it's not necessarily, you, you may be working for the same company over, you know, five, 10 years or whatever, but that can, that single company can be, you know, five, 10, 15 different companies, depending on which stage of growth that they're in. And at least, you know, starting from the, the onset of identifying that like, yeah, sure, you know, you may not be a good fit, you know, at that particular moment in time, it's not necessarily an indictment against you as an employee. And I think that was kind of the first realization that I had when I started thinking over my own situation, talking to uh, other people who had their own experiences. It's more just a, like there's a comparison to be made between, you know, your employment and dating. And I hate making this comparison because I think it's stupid. But I think there's at least some aspect to it where it's kind of similar, where, you know, there's some sort of support where if you just had it went through a, a big breakup, for example, no one says, oh, man, you must be a horrible, horrible partner. You know, even if that's the case, it's not always the case. It's just like kind of sometimes it's just life. It's just like, oh, well, you know, you just don't work out together. You know, there's more fish in the sea. There's all these sorts of uh, cliched statements that people make at you. But very rarely do your friends say like, oh, yeah, you're, you're just a terrible human then. And I think that's kind of where the weird comparison with, you know, hiring and firing people is sometimes, you know, you're, you're good for that company. Sometimes you're not. Sometimes the company changes. Sometimes you change. Uh, sometimes it's just weird circumstances, like maybe you're just under a, a, a weird manager and, you know, that relationship was off. So I think it's just, it's a lot more, you know, people like to really distill things down into like very simplistic things. And with, when you're talking about either firing or letting somebody go, it's a much more complicated, nuanced thing. And, you know, obviously if you steal from the company or something, like you're probably a bad person and, you know, that, there's that side of things. But I think the vast majority of things is just, it's just complicated and you know trying to to think about like what the reasons are behind some of these things i think that's the important uh, takeaway for all of this what made you appreciate github so much um i mean i grew up with github uh, i mean when i started we were just such a small company and we did a lot of things horribly wrong we did a lot of things really great and you know as i kind of learned you know the company sort of learned and grew up and you know it's when you go through that sort of transition I mean, you come close. I mean, I, I'm good friends with a lot of people from GitHub still, obviously. And it's, it's more than, you know, just kind of a, an employment thing, uh, at least from my perspective, uh, particularly with, you know, I was, I was fairly involved with, you know, the culture and uh, outward reach to customers and stuff like that. So it's, it's at least for me, it was, it was a much bigger departure than, you know, other companies that I've left in the past, for example. Can you imagine that you might have stayed another five or maybe even ten years in the future? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it all depends on, you know, different circumstances at different times. I mean, you know, given how different situations worked, you know, if I would have taken like a two or three month longer sabbatical, I was on the sabbatical when I got fired, oddly enough, um, but if I would have taken a longer one or not take one at all, you know, maybe things would have gone differently and I would have been happy there for another, you know, bunch of years, but... You know, that's just kind of how things go. You got to be in the right place at the right time, or sometimes you aren't. So, one part of your article was um, talking about at will employment in California. For listeners outside the US, can you maybe explain that concept a little bit? 
So at will employment in California, and there's a number of other states uh, where this applies, basically means that as your manager, uh, I can fire you for most reasons, as long as it's not something like race, gender, you know, any of the kind of protected classes uh, underneath U.S. law. You know, if I don't like the color of your shoes one day, I can say, you're out. Yeah, I still need to look into what this actually means for the employee. I think there's a trade-off, meaning that, like, you know, I'm not tied to a contract and I can kind of break that contract uh, whenever I want, but that's not necessarily as relevant to the tech industry. So for, like, Californians and Californian tech companies, it's just kind of strange. The, the weird thing, like, I, I've given this talk in Europe uh, and I talk to a lot of Europeans about this sort of stuff, and where the law is dramatically different. In some cases, it's really hard to fire people. And that was kind of my worry. I'm like, well, am I going to kind of go into this talk and kind of say this weird kind of American perspective, which is a lot more, you know, loosey-goosey in terms of who you can and who you can't fire. And the one thing I kind of was surprised about is everyone was just kind of like, oh, yeah, there's definitely ways of firing people, even according to like European law or English law or whatever the case is. Like there's always ways that you can just kind of, you know, change the name of what you're saying oh you gotta let go you know we're transitioning you out and I was just kind of amazed that you know even though you know the culture the laws might be different there's always kind of ways to to push people out so this is kind of a more universal uh, state of being unfortunately. What would you say are low-hanging fruits to fixing your opinion for companies in general I mean in this process? I think like the the first thing people can do um, and this is Maybe it's less common in startups in particular, but I think it's more common the more mature a company is, is to at least put people on uh, performance improvement plans. So at least people know that, okay, you're not quite where we want you to be as an employee. And, you know, we may show you the door in the next month, three months, six months, whatever the case is. So we want you to do these very specific things to show us that like, okay, you know, this is, you, you can meet the objectives that you're facing. Like it's, again, it's kind of a dumb, simple thing, but having that sort of explicitly stated can be really helpful for an employee. I've heard stories of, you know, somebody may have some problems at home or they're dealing with, you know, a death in the family or something like that. And they don't necessarily say that to their boss because, you know, it's none of their business. But at least having that communication between the two can say, okay, well, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with some stuff right now. I didn't really know that I wasn't meeting the goals that, you know, you had intended me to meet. I'd be more than happy to sort of, you know, figure this out and, you know, make a better showing than what I've been uh, doing in the past. So something like that, just like the whole idea of, you know, kind of surprise firing. I don't think anybody's firing should be, come at a shock, basically. That's been one of the, the biggest things that, you know, from all the emails and people I've talked to is... When people have been kind of unceremoniously shown the door, that is what hurts the most. And it's not even like, you know, the, 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 the personal feelings. It's like literally, you know, if you're a silly American, like health insurance, you know, it's like the salary sort of thing. Like, oh, I got to go back on the job hunt. It's all like the logistics stuff. And if you at least, you know, if your manager says, okay, you know, I'm putting on this plan and you have to do something in the next three months, you can at least say, okay, you know, I can make this, this is easy for me, or you can say, okay, I'm going to try hard, but I'm also going to start looking around just in case things go wrong or something like that. So I think that's kind of a, you know, the, the bare minimum of, you know, what would be kind of an easy first step for a company to say, okay, this is a better way to let people go. And it's a win-win for everybody, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I've heard this is like, oh, if you get put on a performance improvement plan, you know, that, that's a way for the company to fire you. They're trying to fire you, which is kind of a negative way of looking at it. And I kind of, 
you know, that could be true, but I think, you know, the opposite is just as true. Like now you know, okay, I'm on the bubble. I can work hard and keep this job. And here's the very simple things that I can do, or at least the very explicit things I can do. Uh, and that can be just as beneficial uh, to the, the, the employee as it is the employer. What's the, what's the middle ground between this performance improvement plan and firing fast? I don't think firing fast is necessarily wrong. You know, the idea of firing fast is that if you have somebody who's not necessarily pulling their weight in the organization, you know, get them out of the organization. I just think you can do that without suddenly surprising them. And if you're a much smaller, if you're like a four or five person company and you're, you know, a much younger company, uh, I don't think you need to go on like a six month, you know, improvement plan because you do have to move a lot quicker at that point. But I think it's kind of reasonable to actually have these frank discussions. I remember my very first job right out of college, I was just kind of adjusting to the working world and I didn't really understand the processes at the company I was at. And I remember um, one of kind of a manager at that point, he's kind of like CTO as well. He kind of just pulled me out for coffee uh, after like the first week or two. And he's like, you know, we're seeing you're having some problems here. Is this something that like we can fix or something? And it was a great conversation looking back because it just gave both of us context on how to you know, proceed. I kind of think in hindsight, a lot of companies may have just been like, all right, you know, this is stupid, like you're fired or something like that, or, you know, push me out the door. But they, they kind of, you know, gave me the benefit of the doubt. And from what I've been able to see, if you give most people the benefit of the doubt, you know, you may get burned a couple of times, but the, the amount of pain you avoid or your employees avoid by doing that, uh, it's just, you know, it's, it's worth it. You know, I'd, I'd rather err to be more cautious when it comes to uh, matters of your employees' lives than trying to be some aggro, aggressive, you know, weird workplace where like mistakes aren't tolerated and all that sort of stuff. So, and also the company culture might benefit from that tremendously, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's also like I've seen times when you know at least you know a couple people will get fired in a day, either you know purposefully or it just sort of you know happened that you know a number of people would get let go, and Honestly, like some of the biggest impact from that ends up on the current employees because there's a lot of people who are like, well, you know, am I next? You know, why were these people fired and I'm not? Or why were these people fired? But these other people who I really don't like as much are still here. So there's a lot of questions around that. And I think, you know, part of the, the, the benefit of having kind of a more deliberate process of like, okay, you know, we're going to transition you into sort of on the bubble. It gives a little bit more communication to kind of everyone involved of saying, okay, you know, we're not just doing this willy-nilly. We're not just going around, you know, tossing around your, your, your fired slips and, you know, you're, you're still here and all of that sort of stuff. So 